Hello and welcome to Audio Gyan. Today we have Subramanya Sharma with us who works in ClearTrip as a CMO. Thanks Subha for being on the show. Can you just start by uh, introducing yourself? Uh, thanks Kedar. Uh, uh, this Subha here uh, been working with ClearTrip for now 10 years. I started off uh, uh, to head uh, products uh, and in the last 4 uh, years I'm also uh, taking care of marketing. So right now at cleartrip i take care of product marketing uh, and analytics uh, that's what i do and uh, before this uh, primarily from a product management background yahoo uh, nokia siemens and uh, yeah love technology uh, passion is to build great products so thank you uh, so the first thing which i wanted to ask you is uh, what is the difference between uh the actual silicon valley and the indian silicon valley probably which is in bangalore right now so how would you uh what what are the differences you see in uh these two uh startup culture areas okay let me take uh, two three different views but uh, or perspectives one specifically from a product building standpoint right so um, um lot of the products that uh, meaning generally what we see from the valley i think a lot of it are thought through designed well product managed well uh, you can see uh, nuances of product management uh, uh, in some of these products right so the spit and polish is like very good uh, coming to uh, our own uh, products being shipped here i think uh, there's a lot of uh, areas where uh, you cannot take uh, certain things for granted right for example payment failures now you would not even work on some of these uh, as a core area when you're probably working in the valley right so uh, be it crm systems you want to build something specific for your kind of use case taxation different types of uh, taxation that is there across states uh, so a lot of time is also spent in uh, from a product standpoint is to uh, is being spent on areas which you would not typically would want to or is required to be spent on right so you would rather focus a lot of effort on the consumer and what you want to ship right so here because obviously you have uh, those unknowns which are not directly related to core consumer experience but it's part of the consumer experience you need to kind of spend effort and hence probably the time you will have uh, and the effort from a resource standpoint to kind of work on core consumer thing and ability to kind of uh, ship them is probably low right that's at a overall level right also the spit and polish uh, that is required uh, to be done i think you are okay with probably 80% of the product being ready right as in if it satisfies 80% of the criteria that you want to build you will probably take a decision to ship right which is when you are clear trip we always have this saying that the last 20% takes half the time to build as the first half right so the last 20% is where the core nuances of the product will come in and those are 
things which probably get compromised because of time and all that right and last i think in terms of the the more probably also uh, startup entrepreneurs also and because of pressure from investors there's a lot of focus on growth right so uh, you need to have yeah i mean your revenue numbers or user numbers monthly growth week on week growth and if so much of focus is there on growth you will meaning entrepreneurs probably tend to prioritize things which are probably slightly more short term rather than probably mid to long term right so that's something that i just think from what i see here like the quality of products i think can be much much more better like the idea is great but the when you start to use the product we just feel that it could be like probably 3x better than what it is right so yeah probably some product. so uh, does it have to do with any infrastructure thing in terms of the government giving some uh, uh, facilities or yeah, i think yeah not so much on the infra side but uh, i think it's also you need like a few success stories which are like very focused on product which has been successful in this market as well right like in the last few years we also seen that uh being the focus on discounting has been so much that the core value proposition uh of what the product delivers right it's kind of moved from product to like discounting right so when that happens i mean i've seen like lot of companies uh, uh spend a lot of their creative time to figure out how i can maximize discounting products right meaning if a lot of time is being spent on those type of problem statements then you will probably have uh, the outcome which we have seeing now right so i think it's more uh, with some things that i talked about in terms of investors or hunger for growth uh, and once somebody sees like two three good uh, success stories like coming out with pure play product uh, with product being like a huge uh uh success focus area for the success of that company i think then some of this will change right right now i think a lot of the focus is still on discounting market share those type of problem statements cool so the second question is actually on the same lines which is uh, uh what do you think are the three four i don't know how many parameters but yeah as less uh factors to be considered while building a product what do you think uh, are the most crucial factors i think uh, the core uh, meaning figuring out the core problem statement right in whichever product feature whatever you are building what is that uh, one word or one line thing that you are trying to solve with that particular product or feature right because you will have lot of bells and whistles uh, around the problem statement itself right so ability to crystallize all of that and saying that this is the core of the product that i am building right so identification of the core uh, is super important and once you identify the core solving that core to the core right like making sure that uh, you solve that so well that whenever a consumer uses that particular uh, feature he will be uh yeah he'll be wowed with that kind of a product right so uh the core and solving the core to the nth detail in terms of uh everything that can um uh, be solved for that particular uh, core itself right and 
these are i think two critical areas in terms of i think uh, uh, required for uh, meaning any good product the last one which i think is uh, uh, sorry i want to cut you here uh, so once you even if you identify the core problem uh, to be solved there's there's lot more competition in the market so how does one like tackle that and also stay focused on your problem rather than competing or trying to be uh, like in par with the competitors so meaning i think once you have a slight understanding of what your consumers are meaning one classic mistake uh, which everybody does is assuming that all consumers are there in all sites right which means that you're if you're trying to build a uniform solutions for everybody right so which is not necessarily the case so if you have a good understanding of what your users are meaning then while competition is important to kind of have a good view but you're building it more from an absolute standpoint saying that your consumers uh, will it work for them right so uh, which is where i think meaning one of the examples which i frequently quote is our uh, mobile web kind of product that we wanted to build right this was in early 2010 and when we uh, started meaning we didn't have meaning nobody had like a great mobile web presence uh, world over right so when we wanted to build like we ha- we said we had a hypothesis right and we said uh, who's this guy who will use a mobile web somebody who's on the move so if somebody is on the move time is of essence then you have constraints of screen size so when once you have like a kind of a use case saying that yeah you have constraints of screen size you have constraints of bandwidth you have constraints of time now what is the product that you want to build uh, which makes sense right then we said time time is of essence and hence how can you build a product which is can do a transaction in half the time that of the desktop right so half became in some sense your one line uh, or one word kind of a definition definition for the product that you're building right so we went across stripped forms improved performance introduced expressway did whatever it takes to solve for that use case hugely right so and once you know that uh, for that use case you have solved well uh, then hopefully you will get enough traction for that particular user set which will probably like that right and one last thing we talked about two or three attributes like when i initially joined uh meaning when i started my career on product management i was always of the view that you build great products like users will come right like i think in the last 3 4 years i've also realized that finding a good product marketing uh fit for your product right like even if this feature is for for example frequent flyers right like now ability to use it and target that particular segment with communication acquisition etc is equally important as well right you need a critical mass of people who will vouch for your product word of mouth will happen meaning the core marketing is word of mouth right everything else is to basically the core marketing function like as a function itself is to get trial right but uh, from our school of thought like product is your main marketing channel right so if you uh, get enough critical mass then the product will have enough word of mouth which can sell itself right so so which means that all of this needs to be integrated into the thinking rather than you first come out with a the product then think about product marketing if you kind of integrate it well probably the chances of success are much much more mm-hmm. uh cool 
that's quite interesting in fact uh, i would like to just conclude with one last question uh, since you mentioned about finding the right product fit and uh, the right kind of uh, uh, focus to have a, a better product then any tips or suggestions from your experience that how do you hire great product managers because uh, like like product managers i believe are the are the soul to handle the product they they have like huge responsibilities right from the user facing to the back end so it's like the works right so any tips you would like to give to our listeners um in terms of how do you hire good product managers at different levels again considering the indian context yeah uh i've been probably hiring i would have hired what 40 45 product managers uh in the course of the last 10 years right uh and uh, so yeah meaning in clear trip we have a joke that this is the third batch this is the fourth product manager batch i think uh, when we started off uh, hiring for product uh, there were very less product folks itself in the market right so which means that we had to groom who had uh, groom people for product management itself right so uh, at a basic uh, very very abstract level i think uh, to simplify things like you have uh, on two two attributes on the axis right you have creativity and you have execution so you need to find somebody uh, who kind of can do a bit of both uh, so what we uh, what we kind of put out a process is uh, at least at junior levels we had like a very 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 uh, analytical kind of uh, case study which was number oriented so had like uh, lots of numbers uh, and then the ability to abstract insights from that data right so you just give so much of data that you will probably try to confuse him but if the guy is able to derive insights then you understand that uh, the guy can make sense out of ambiguity right so uh, and which is where like a lot of product folks in their operational day to day jobs will every decision you will not have black and white right so ambiguity is like the name of like uh, as in is the is a huge part of the product role right so that's the first thing to just make sure that these guys are comfortable with uh, um uh, the analytical part of it right those are hygiene things bro yeah hygiene right then after that what we do is we have a case study right which is a problem statement uh, which we would have encountered or which we are having at that point in time uh, and ability to kind of come up and solution this right so uh saying that either if i want to uh, reduce the friction in say hotels right in my hotel booking experience what should that experience be like right now depending on the level at which you are hiring uh meaning initially you will uh, what you want to gauge there in the output is uh practicality execution and the bigness of the ideas itself right like are they thinking very very um yeah meaning uh, change the color of the button uh, versus uh, something more fundamental right so based on the level you want to get gauge the understanding of uh, uh, practicality versus bigness of the idea right so and also ability to 
think more platform right like can i uh, if somebody asked for a specific use case can i think build it in such a way that it can support 10 use cases right platform thinking so the case study is a good tool and uh, it kind of we gauge both on the execution front ability to work with engineering is a big thing right like if engineers and designers you your ability to make sure you can influence them though they are not directly reporting to you and gain their credibility is very important right so that's a lot of that those factors on the execution side right so a great product you cannot get it done with without having a rock solid uh, engineering team and a design team so if for example uh, you ship something and something is crude right they need to have you need to have their support to fix stuff in the next whatever 24 hours right so you need like a lot of that credibility building uh, on the execution side to even gain uh, uh, expertise in building great products right so on the creative creativity side yeah, figuring out like prioritization understanding uh, problem, problem statement at different levels and saying that this is a big thing this is a small incremental things so how do you kind of combine big and small i think a case study is a good tool to kind of uh, figure and in the la- first there were 15 product guys or 10 product guys as we hired like nobody was from a product background itself so somebody came from a advertising agency kind of background somebody came from a business analyst so we were also fortunate to kind of widen the scope very early on and because i when i looked at uh, people with product manager at titles and the quality of thinking i was very very disappointed right so we said we cannot rely on this alone and uh, i don't think it's completely solved today as well like somebody who's uh, been a product manager if that that guy if you have to really contribute you need like 2 3 years in a company to kind of derive insights understand consumers mm-hmm. right so uh, we are unfortunately even when we are hiring we are not able to find product managers who have worked in fast paced environments having worked with uh, slightly longer gestation periods mm-hmm. like you get one year two years which is too less a time to and if you have like had three jobs in six years or five years it's very hard to get the insights part because you have to see it over time mm-hmm. you did this things happened you did something else so <coughs> learnings happen over time right so i think these are the things that probably useful to hire product managers so is uh, domain expertise required there i mean personally uh, i am not I, i'm not a big believer in domain expertise because uh, if you are sharp and if you are uh, we usually hire generalists for product positions and if you are a sharp generalist i think you would tend to uh, pick up domain much faster right i don't come from a travel background but maybe in 6 months i was pretty much aware of what's happening in travel right unless the product is so specialized mm-hmm. that it requires domain expertise right like some of the finance, finance right there's a great example right like mutual fund algorithms and all that then you need like to suggest a mutual fund like you need expertise right but broader consumer facing uh, retail i think is probably not as important than like these skill sets so one last question it's actually a bonus uh, which i thought of just now 
is that uh, I've worked in an agency background before. So there, typically designers tend to not criticize, but generally crib about the client servicing people. Uh, and like in the past six, seven years, uh, being in the product environment, I've seen a similar pattern, but uh, with slightly, this happens with the product managers. Like, uh, And what do you think is the reason for that? I think <laughs> uh, I'm not answering this in the clear term context, but uh, I think as uh, at the end of the day, the product guy is somewhat like a CEO of the company, right? He's responsible for that product. Mm -hmm. So a CEO will take decisions which are, meaning not everybody is happy, right? Mm -hmm. So you will take, in, take decisions in the interest of shipping, uh, time to market, so you will probably not, and you will probably also say no, like your default answer is no to everybody, right? Because you, if you say yes, then you are not a product manager, right? So as a character itself, these are the things that will surround him, right? So you will be unpopular, meaning as if you are a very popular product guy, then you should have built credibility in building products, right? Which then it's a different problem as a different uh, type of use case. But otherwise you will always... Uh, in the path of uh, uh, somebody else's perfect job, right? Like as a designer, I would want this to be 100% pixel perfect. As a product guy, I want this to be shipping on time with a reasonable product. As an engineering guy, uh, I will want zero bugs. As a product guy, I'll say, yeah, meaning if these two bugs are there, it's okay. So as a business guy, I will want these 10 features. As a product guy, I'll say these are these nine are useless. This is the one feature which is important. So you're pretty much uh, and some because you're managing the product, uh, you need to be uh, accountable for that. So hence you are like uh, you should be saying a no a lot more times or take decisions which is not in the best interest of an individual silo. And hence you're probably not as popular as uh, one would. There's a lot of glamour from outside, but at the end of the day, when you come in and start uh, doing your uh, work, it's like, yeah, you realize that it's not like the uh, glamorous job that you thought it was from outside. Thank you. Uh, that was really insightful. In fact, uh, that can lead to a different conversation altogether, which probably we can have a different audio GAN session for that. Uh, thank you, Subha, uh, for being on the show. Uh, hope you had a good time. Yeah, thanks, Keda. I mean, it's a uh, good platform. I think uh, uh, hopefully this repository builds over time and it will be useful for uh, the audience that you're building for, right? So all the best. Thank you, Subha. And that's it from today's Gyan session. Stay tuned for more audio Gyan next week. Till then, bye. It's been a great week on the IBM Podcast Network. On This Round is On Me, Gauri is joined by Shweta Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish Thing, Anish welcomes ultra-marathon runner Shivani Gharat. Shivani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Shuni One, Sheila Dathya is joined by Dinika Bhatia, CEO and founder of Nutty Gritties. 
They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcast.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on youtube.com slash IVM Podcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week. Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League Programme, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thanks, guys. Without you, this would not be possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web3, Blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry. We've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>